This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Reds' losing streak was extended to seven straight games on Monday night as they fall to the San Diego Padres 4-1. Nick Lodolo started for the Reds and pitched decently for five innings but he gave up a two-run homer to Manny Machado in the first, and that was his undoing. Tommy Pham had a breakout game for the Reds. He homered in the top of the first to give Cincinnati an early lead and ended up going three for four. Time to get some final thoughts on the game from Tommy Thrall and Chris Welsh. I thought Nick Lodolo was kind of a hard luck loser because besides the ball that Manny Machado hit out in the first inning that gave the Padres their lead, Thought he threw the ball really well. How'd you size it up? Well, eight, eight strikeouts in five innings. I'll take that any time out of a red starter, especially a kid that has only comes into the season has had a total of about 70 innings in the minor league. So I think what they've asked Lodolo to do is really challenging, and he stepped it up. He's got a beautiful delivery. He's got nice action on his fastball. I really love watching him pitch. He's going to have a lot of success at this level. Guy we were talking about as far as positives go in this game, uh, Tommy Pham, three for four tonight against his former team. Uh, can, can that get a guy going sometimes when they're, they're facing their former foe or the former team, a lot of friends on the other side, and, and all of a sudden they get going? Can, can that kind of spark him moving forward a little bit? Absolutely. I think that's one instance where it really can get you going. It helped. Kyle Farmer when he was up in Los Angeles playing against his former team, the Dodgers. They told him he couldn't play except as a backup catcher, and he showed them that he could hit the ball over the field. And I think the same thing for Tommy Pham. You come into a familiar area uh, like this ballpark, and, you know, he was due, obviously. He's been working very hard at it, and he's due to center up some baseballs, and he certainly did, and it was nice to see him get a few hits. Good step in the right direction for him. See if the Reds can... Find a way to snap this skid tomorrow night. They will have Raver San Martin on the mound. I always like watching him pitch. You know, he's a little bit unusual, kind of funky. He's got a little bit of a, a nervous jervis to him when he stands on the mound. He's always kind of shaking and moving around a little bit. Not overpowering. He's unconventional enough to give hitters really a tough time. In Los Angeles, they used a starter pitcher for him, an opener, um, and I don't think they need to do that anymore. I think that he's going to be just fine. He's got his feet on the ground. However, he's another one of these young pitchers that does not have much experience at all, so you're hoping you get him on a good night and you get a few runs in his support. Final score, 4-1. Padres over the Reds. Yet back to you. Thank you, Tommy. Reds, Padres highlights right after this. The Reds fell to the Padres on Monday night 4-1 and now slipped to 2-9 on the season. And now to the highlights. The Cincinnati offense has certainly been struggling lately, so it was important to actually get off to a lead. And in this game, they did. In the top of the first, Kyle Farmer struck out to begin the game. Brandon Drury then grounded out, but then it was Tommy Pham's turn. Now Pham swings. It's a long fly ball. Deep left center field. It is gone. Pham hits it out of here into the Padre bullpen in left center field, and the Reds have their first lead in 54 innings. One to nothing, Cincinnati. 
on Pham's first home run of the year. Unfortunately, the lead didn't last long. Nick Lodolo started for the Reds and gave up a base hit to leadoff man Austin Nola. Then he had a deal with Manny Machado. And Machado cranks one to left field, well hit and deep and gone. It's his second home run of the year. The Padres lead it two to one. The Reds put their first two runners on base in the second inning and with two outs loaded the bases, but they failed to score. They left two more on in the third. After he gave up the two runs in the first, Nick Lodolo pitched a clean second inning. He gave up a base hit in the third, but that runner was stranded. The Padres scored again, though, off Lodolo in the fourth. With one out, he walked Jurickson Profar. Then with two down, he gave up a base hit to Jorge Alfaro. That brought Ha-Sung Kim to the plate. Round out to third, his first time up. Lodolo's 1-2 pitch, and it's a soft line drive back up the middle into center field for a hit. So far around third, he will score in the second base is Alfaro on the RBI single by Ha-Sung Kim. Just his second RBI of the year, and the Padres lead it 3-1. Nick Lodolo gave up a single and a walk in the fifth, but stranded two, and his night was over. Five innings, six hits, three runs, all of them earned, two walks, eight strikeouts, a home run, 90 pitches, 60 of those for strikes. The Reds went out in order in the top of the sixth inning, and that was it for Sean Manaya. Stephen Wilson took over in the seventh for San Diego, and all he did was pitch a 1-2-3 inning with two strikeouts. San Diego added an insurance run in the bottom of the seventh off Tony Santion. Manny Machado led off with a double, moved to third on a ground ball, and came home when Luke Voigt did this. Santion's pitch swung on a high fly ball to right field. That'll be plenty deep enough to get the runner in, although Aquino is going to give him a run for it with a strong arm, not in time, and the Padres lead. Pierce Johnson set the Reds down in order in the top of the eighth. Taylor Rogers came out to pitch the top of the ninth. He set the first two batters down in order, but then walked Aristides Aquino. But Jake Fraley flew out the left field to end the ball game. Padres win it four to one. Here are the totals for San Diego: four runs, seven hits, no errors. They left eight on base. Cincinnati. One run, six hits, no errors. They, too, stranded eight base runners. Manaya the winner, 2-1. and one. Lodolo, the loser, 0-2. Rogers saved number five. Home runs in the game. Tommy Pham, number one for the Reds. Machado, number two for San Diego. Two hours and 50 minutes, 31,121 on hand at Petco Park. With the victory, the Padres are now 7-5 and five on the season. With the defeat, the Reds fall to 2-9. and nine. Time to hear from Reds manager, David Bell. After the home run that Lodola gave up seemed to settle in my see a step forward for him tonight. I, I thought from the very beginning he was really excellent, uh, great fastball. Um, didn't throw a slider a lot, had a good changeup. I mean, just allowed the, the changeup, I think it was back-to-back changeups to uh, Machado. And, you know, just a great hitter, and that's going to happen. But um, other than that, he was really good tonight. I thought it was a big step in, in his development, you know, especially after last time, not going exactly how he wanted it. I thought he was uh, um, even, you know, much better tonight. I know you guys are dealing with injuries, illness, uh, but the offensive drought, r- lack of run production, is it a little bit worrisome? We just keep playing. I mean, there's nothing to worry about. It's not going to do anything. We just keep working, working at it and Guys are doing that, uh, maybe to a fault, um, but that—that's what gets you through, and um, it'll pay off. So, yeah, you just keep playing. That's the, the great thing about this game. Fam has been working very hard. We talked to him about it. Um, finally, got some results tonight. Yeah, I mean, he's a, just a 
big time player. You know, it was just a matter of time. And um, you know, he's like you said, working really hard, plays hard, works hard, and um, you know, he's been having good at bats along the way. So it's nice to get the results that he had tonight. Tuesday night, it's game two of the three game series as left-hander Raver San Martin goes to the mound for the Reds. He's 0-1. Right-hander Joe Musgrove will pitch for San Diego. He is 1-0. We're on the air with the pregame show at 9:10. First pitch is scheduled for 9:40. And once again, the final score on Monday night: the Padres beat the Reds four to one. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds game recap. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.